And I'm like tripping so hard that I'm like, what is attacking me right now? It was my backpack. That I like took, I took off and I like threw it. I was like, away, demon! And then the next day I was like, oh no, I really need that backpack. Like there's so much more Molly in that backpack. Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, a show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I'm CJ Sullivan, and each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we'll have a different theme when it comes to drinking and debauchery, and this week is fake IDs we're talking oh. about. the uh, It's very nostalgic. My favorite kind. Of, yeah, yeah I, I, I love hearing stories of fake IDs. Early I capers. Love, uh, Yep. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, it's like we get to see how successful of a criminal somebody might have been. Like you get to see your real criminality potential in, in how you right. dealt with fake IDs as a kid, you know, and how sophisticated you were and so on. <laughs> uh and you and I, I feel like we had like Kaiser Associate type plans. Yeah, we both have, of us we, with we our have group. plenty of those stories. Like you say, it is like a bank job, you know, where you're you're getting a crew together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he knows photography lighting. Right. I know state seals. All right, so we each bring something exactly. to the table. He I knows, always said, if my I got, a, I got a laminating me. guy. <laughs> uh, I always said, if my buddies and I worked on our schoolwork as hard as we worked on fake IDs junior year, like we would have oh, all yeah. been an IV. We were like developing schools. film back there, like back in the old 50s, like in a red room. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was an intense laboratory. Um, so we're going to talk about the, our fake ID story, which we have plenty. We also have a great guest, Sonal. Uh, what's Sonal's last name again? I, we always get Argawal. Argawal. <laughs> I said that as a joke because in the, in the recording of the story, I believe I believe I, it's an inside joke. We talk about it in the interview that I think you called her arugula the first time. So <laughs> I think I, I did call her a salad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but as I'm you're going to as you're going to say, she uses this to her benefit throughout her life for her fake IDs. So uh, yes. she benefited up. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it. modern fake IDs. Fake IDs has definitely evolved since when we grew mm-hmm. up, Sean. And these, yeah. these, these kids today, they have uh, they're a lot. They're more- using the global economy right. to get their fake IDs from other countries. Mm-hmm. And you won't, you, yeah, you won't believe the measures are doing. And then we're going to also have a uh, another another a post note story at the end with your, yes. with your buddy who. Um, who, An addendum, right? <laughs> Who does the opposite? What What do you miss most about fake? I, before we get into so now, though, like uh, we were just talking about it beforehand, the pursuit we were saying of the, the fake ideas. Oh man, I, and great. it was so much fun. It's like you know, like that old phrase, like you know, uh, 
fish tastes better when you caught it yourself. Yeah. Like when you pulled off a fake ID kit, because like for me, it was almost like a James Bond identity. You, you know how like right. in the Bourne supremacy, <laughs> they always open up a drawer and it's like 17 passports <laughs> and five different credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is my identity today. <laughs> uh-huh. And like, we would all practice it before we'd go in and everything. Like I just loved the, like when a plan comes together. Isn't that what he said in A Team? Like I love it yeah. when a plan, plan comes, comes together. together. Like, that's how we felt. <laughs> I remember me and my friend. And uh, in college, our freshman year, we, our twos were our twos. When we first got there, we were like the first two, like uh, only ones with IDs that would work. And it was just one brother. You needed an ID to get in. So we went there. Meanwhile, all the other friends just went to their college bar where they let anyone in at, you know, but like, oh, mm-hmm. we're, but we're going to, you know, we're going to earn this one with our IDs. And then the next, you know, it's, it's just us sitting in an old man bar drinking. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, we probably should have went down to, uh, you know, <laughs> if you want to come in here, there's no way you're under. Right, exactly. That's what it was. This is yeah. not fun. There, drinking. There's nothing fun in here. All right. Sounds like our, <laughs> but we earned it. So we wanted to say that <laughs> we did earn it. All right. Um, so anyway, without further Brewsters, we have so much fake IDs to get into. Uh, let's get into uh, so now story. Take it. I was just going to say take it away. <laughs> I forgot catchphrase. Take it away. Or a, a night. <laughs> but I was a night that got away from so now. Arugula. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Sean's like interpretation of my name. That's Sonia Ago. <laughs> Give it up for Sonia Arugula. <laughs> That's my mom's favorite, actually. She's like, go with Arugula, very healthy. Good. <laughs> my name is Sona Lagarwal, and um, this is the most Midwest shit ever. Give it up for Chicago, this fucked up city and <laughs> Wow, not that much clapping for Chicago. That's fine. The show, The Blackout Diaries, alternate title, A Cautionary Tale. <laughs> um, I, yeah, this is, this is such a, uh, are there people from out of town? No. Yeah. Oh, fuck, okay, well. <laughs> never mind. Only us! <laughs> because I do, I've, I had a friend from out of town and he went back to wherever the fuck he's from. And he was like, it was, he's like, you know, it was so different asking you, the brown friend, versus like my going out with like my white friends in, in Chicago, you know? And he's like telling his mom, he's like, I went out with Sonia Arugula. And, and I went out with Sonia and she, she took me to, she took me to Pilsen. She took me to the Mexican Fine Arts Museum. She took me for some tamales. She took me to Chinatown. You know, we did the ramen challenge. And, and she took me to Devon Avenue, you know. Oh, okay, shout out. Somebody's supposed to be at work right now. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> well, you supposed to be on the kebab fucking <laughs> machine. <laughs> I won't tell. And <laughs> And then he like, and then he's like, then I asked my white friend, you know, like, what's the real Chicago cuisine? And he's like, bro, you want to get the real ethnic Midwest cuisine? You got to go on the donut tour. <laughs> Everybody loves the donut tour. And I'm like, oh shit, I want to go on the donut tour. <laughs> so uh, shout out Fire Cakes. Anybody been? Okay, no. I, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> brown privilege. Oh, my picture is gone. My brown privilege is um, having an ID that says you are 28 
when you are 15 fucking years old <laughs> that says you are Shipra Ralapati, um, 5'11"? Do I? Yes, sure, whatever. So um, I first blacked out when I was like 14 on like a case of natty eyes. <laughs> And um, then I switched over pretty immediately to psychedelics. <laughs> so spiritual, yes. Very, yes. I was in Hinsdale. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, I took the fucking Metra. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I do, I do, the first time I did this show, I did this like story about how I was gaslit into believing that I was blacked out and I was temporarily banned from the Laugh Factory, but that ban is over, so. Um, I was not blacked out, I was stealing water. You know, like these tiny dick gatekeeping motherfuckers. Give it up for your host. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Their dicks are adequately sized, I can assume. I don't know, I don't know. But I, then it's funny how I don't remember these stories. Like, has anyone been on the Dan Ryan, you know, 1994? Like, so many lanes, so many lanes. And there was this one time, the year was 2003 or something, and I was drunk driving, you know, like, it was a long time ago. Relax, don't judge me, it's not tonight. But, and, and, and I like felt it, I felt, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I'm in the left lane. That's the fastest one. I'm so far from the exit. I'm so far. And I'm like assessing in my brain, you know? I'm like, do not roll down the window. It's just gonna like, the, it's just gonna uh, back into the car. She's gonna uh, back into your dad's Toyota Camry. Don't, don't. So I'm reaching, I find a bag. I'm like, hallelujah, Jesus. It has a hole in it. So I'm like, uh, uh, uh. I find where are my children of immigrants at? An empty yogurt container! Yeah. Why? Why? In the car. I take the steering wheel with my knees, bitch! And I open the container, and I keep my eyes on the road. Safety first. such a vulnerable show. This is, wow, we're so brave. And I'm just like, and I'm like, like to the brim of like a full yogurt container, Hinsdale, and I, I close it and I like put it down and I kind of like wave at this cop, you know? <laughs> and I like immediately flip my little Nokia phone open and I like call my roommate, you know? And I'm like, Connor, you got the, I got the craziest story. Ah. <laughs> and um, I threw the Tupperware away when I got home into the dumpster like a lady. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's a fun story. And what else is on my notes? 1994 Tupperware, check. <laughs> Very good. Um, I did, I like the first time I, I took mushrooms, you know, like I, you t we take psychedelics and we're like, ah, oh, what is my life's purpose? Uh, you know, and it's like, it's come up many times, you know, this whole fucking stand-up comedy thing. So like, here I am. 
Do you guys feel it? The divine, <laughs> <laughs> the divine alignment. This is wow. <laughs> All my ancestors, and I was like. 15 or 16, and I'm just there with like a lot of mushrooms, like, <laughs> and I call my mom at like seven in the morning, and I'm like, I love you so much. I just, I'm sorry for being such a bitch. I'm sorry for everything, and you're, you're a miracle. You're, you can. You created life, and my mom's like, "Are you on drugs?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, uh, I'm with other people on drugs, but I am not." Yeah, up top. Yeah, give me a fucking Billy Corrigan smashing pumpkins. I know that reference. Despite all my rage, I'm, yeah, fucking great album. I love your work. Thank you so much. Park. <laughs> Um, I went on in, did, did, did anyone go to college in Urbana, Champaign, class of 2005? Do you remember me? They called me Devil Woman one year. <laughs> because I was that bitch that would be like taking acid and riding my bike around Urbana. And apparently, like apparently this one time, this guy named Sean Hogan, where are you, Sean? I'm sorry. And he like, came up to me and was like, I feel like I just like need to be free. <laughs> and I was like, go. <laughs> Freedom. Go. <laughs> and then I guess he had like a really bad trip for like a very long time and held me responsible and was like, you are devil woman. And I was like, cool nickname. <laughs> <laughs> And then I definitely was the person that would like get so intensely because it's like, does anybody come from like, you know, in my house, you know, yelling is like top five love languages. <laughs> you know, like maybe number three. Yeah, the bitch from the kebab shop. She's like, she knows what's up. You know, number one expression of love, arranged marriage. So it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening? So I would like take mushrooms and I would get to the point where I would be like, like Care Bear stare. <laughs> and I would like jump up and like, who's a couple? Are you guys a couple or are you just roommates? And into touching each other. You're not roommate, you're not a couple? Oh, you're married. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you just met her, the vibe is good. You're gonna smash tonight, my guy. <laughs> How long have you guys been married? Are you still touching like this? What's the secret? <laughs> so spiritual. We're so elevated right now. What kind of brown are you? What kind of brown are you? He's not brown. Yeah. Okay, just checking. This was a <laughs> We're good. Hashtag is brown. Vamos. <laughs> You got I you know, I'm Indian. It's whatever. I needed a brown identity growing up. The Indian kids were really intimidating. I was like, let me go be Mexican. Y ahora estoy lista para la guerra. I did a show recently, and this, this couple, they were like, we've been married 10 years. And I'm like, what's the secret? And they go, three songs. <laughs> and 
I was like, 312 <laughs> So I was definitely the couple in co- the couple. I was a single person in college that I would get so fucked up. I would like declare my love. Like, what are your names? Sharice. Sharice and Andres. Andres. Okay, so I would be like, Sharice. I love you, and I love love, and our love is so amazing, and that's cool that you're with Andres, and like, I'm not asking for a threesome, but if you're asking, I'm down. (laughs) And love is all around us. (laughs) And then I would leave, and I would be like, I can't go through the front door, there are mud demons, so I must leave through the window. This guy knows, this guy knows about the mud demons. And then I would like leave out the window and I would I would like show up at my friend Connor's house, the one that I called on the Nokia flip phone. And he's a professor now. Oh my god, he should know that I'm still talking about him. Yeah, woo! And psychedelics academic, okay? The smart people. And then I would like call Connor and be like, I need to move. I can never stay I can't stay in this town. I Sharice knows the truth about how I feel about her, and um, Andres also knows, and they didn't really yes and the threesome. <laughs> so that's very awkward for me. Um, are you guys um, bi? You know, that's the renter friendly sexual orientation. Being gay is very expensive, okay? Like, <laughs> I don't have yacht money. I can't treat a woman right, okay? <laughs> and then, like, there's, there's also, you know, people ask me, like, have you ever had a bad trip? And it's like, that's very subjective. Like, if you like watching yourself turn into sand, and (laughs) you like, like, waking up in a field and you're like, where's all my stuff? Then no, I've never had... No. I've never had a bad trip. And there was this one time in... Oh, what is that festival? Like, camp festival or something? And, like... Summer camp, summer camp, <laughs> fucking kebab shop. You were killing it. <laughs> okay, the white woman needs to <laughs> the shout out. <laughs> the, yeah, summer. Yes, the white girl knows about summer camp. That makes sense. Okay, that's fine. And and um, I was at summer camp, and I'm like tripping so hard that I'm like, what is attacking me right now? It was my backpack. That, <laughs> I like took <laughs> I took off and I like threw and I was like away demon And then the next day I was like oh no I really need that backpack <laughs> Like there's so much more Molly in that backpack <laughs> And then this was this was the early aughts and I called the Nokia flip phone and somebody had handed it in to security. And I got the backpack back. The Molly was gone. <laughs> but the backpack was there and I was, I was reunited with my stuff. I have also like, I wear glasses and I've like thrown them away. Like my vision is healed. So if you're ever, <laughs> if you're ever tripping hard with me on psychedelics, like do not let me throw my glasses into a lake. Cool? Okay? Deal? 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 Charisse? Andres? Double wink about the threesome, okay? <laughs> uh, my name's Sona Lung World. Thank you guys so much. That was so much. 
And we're back at the Blackout Diaries. Sean Bear Flannery, CJ Sullivan. That story was from the hilarious Sonial Agarwal, who is now here with us in the studio. Thank you, Sonial, for visiting us. Wow, that was visiting. great. <laughs> so good. This that is a- uh, every inter- Sonial has done the Blackout Diaries. I don't know ten times, and this is our, uh, the first five. The first five minutes of our interaction every time is her laughing about how much I have butchered her name, and it's yeah. in a different. It's a different mistake each time. Well, you're a legendary name butcher anyway, so I imagine Sonial can give you a lot of problems. Even there, right there, you were focused on it, and you were like winding down towards the end. I got through it like a robot that just lost out of, out of juice. There are people where you're like, let me do a little vocabulary lesson, and then you're like, support the elderly. It's fine. This man is out living his best life. He probably has like 12 kids at home. He doesn't know any of their names. Right. He just calls them by number. <laughs> number four, come to your father. <laughs> father Flannery, that's what they all call <laughs> I will tell you, though, uh, names are easier than birth order for me. So... Um, <laughs> I just call them all Declan. I call all of them Declan. <laughs> Boys, girls. Declina. Yeah. <laughs> Sonal actually rhymes with Donal, which is an Irish name. Hmm. And the only thing that I liked about living in Ireland was that I could tell people, like, my name is Sonal, like Donal. They're like, all right. Beautiful name. That is a beautiful like, name. That Sh- yeah. Sean will still never remember that, but that's a good way. To, uh, that's a good way. To well, I don't know. Oh, no, there's, there's a there's a whiskey. Um, For sure. Why so did you live in Ireland? Yeah. Um, Why did you live in Ireland? Oh Lord, my God! I don't know. I fell in love with this fucking Irish juggler dude in oh, Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I could see Ireland falling I in love, love with you. I too. love all you know, of I think- those words. <laughs> He came. I, mean, I went to India for this juggling convention. Like he also came to India. I was like, oh, cool. That Irish yeah. guy is coming. They're like, no, he's coming like for you. I'm like, oh. no, what? No, that would be insane. He's coming to juggle. <laughs> he's coming to juggling. <laughs> just, yeah, he just travels the world for juggling. What yeah. are you talking about? He loves why would art. you? Why would you come to meet a woman? <laughs> well, he, you he does travel the, the world table. for juggling. Right. He, he's like a world famous. <laughs> Fire juggler. I'm totally yeah. gonna send you guys this YouTube video of him right. talking where he's like, Hello, I'm Ronan McLaughlin. I'm from uh Dominic, Kirk. And now my Kirk accent is actually very good and it tries to mental because they're like, Oh, for fuck's sake, she's actually quite good at it. <laughs> she is good at it. So then I've you move sexting with Nolan. I will literally send you guys screenshots. It is so funny. So you moved there for a boy, that for a lad, if you will. That's amazing. Yeah, I actually I actually went there to play ukulele at the opening of the fire portion of his juggling festival. This is That's a real sentence. This, this story romantic. sounds yeah. like it's from the 17th century. Like this, this does not sound right. like a modern story. Or a modern Irish story, as we see with the Colin Farrell movie that's out now. They don't uh, have a lot going. I know literally that movie could have been today. Right. What was that? The 19th the Banshees of Inishi? Yeah, the Banshees of Inishi. Oh, you don't know it's you don't know it's in the 20s so they it looks at the calendar that once like oh this is 19 this is a period piece? I thought this was like everyday I Ireland. Like I didn't know. Now 2023 <laughs> Ireland. But this is the most romantic story I've ever heard. So you went there to play the ukulele for a juggling show. Yeah. And he's like his his parents Pack house, the bags. Right. He's hosting. They're posting all these like artists in their house. And there's mm-hmm. a picture. There's a board in the kitchen with everyone's names. You know, all the siblings. Dara. Dara's got six boxes beneath his name. There are going to be six jugglers packed into Dara's room. Hazel. <laughs> Hazel's got 
six boxes, and then Ronan, one box, Sonal. And I'm like, what is <laughs> oh the fuck God. kind of entrapment is this? What in the Liam Neeson? <laughs> now, you mentioned you mentioned in the story calling your like uh, you, the one story I, I laughed when you called you uh, called your mom on mushrooms or whatever or on, on Molly. You know, oh, that's great. Mushrooms, yeah. great. Mushrooms. Right on mushrooms. And uh, Indian parents are, are notoriously, you know, uh, disciplined stereotypically. And you brought up, how did she, I'm going to say, how did the parents handle the situation? Like, mom, because I think I'd have to side with her with, I'm heading to Ireland to follow a boy to play the ukulele for a juggling show. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did that fly over in the. Uh, CJ, what version of the story did you think I told my mother? I was like, I yeah, am I, at the I, library. I, I'm at the library. Text yeah, I'm me. At, I'm at the Harry Use Potter WhatsApp. library in Ireland. There. <laughs> I actually got a scholarship. I am earning school points. For, I told school her that points. I had So she was I proud. Was you got school points. points. Yeah. I mean, I definitely told her that I was like going for a gig. I was like, I'm going as an artist to work in Ireland and Great I will news. be housed properly great news great mom news. i i set a school points record sent a contract <laughs> but i'll draw one up oh <laughs> have their God. people i'll have ronan's dad meanwhile ronan's dad is like this is my future daughter-in-law yeah and of I'm course like, oh, my of mom course. doesn't know about you guys yet. anyone it comes do you a, a, do just you a think fraction what, of a shade darker than elmer's glue anyone over there uh, oh yeah they're gonna embrace do you this, have any idea what they worship. had in their head as his future <laughs> right. wife and then you show up you are like, yeah. you know? like they were ready to give you a dowry i'm sure right. you know <laughs> he would be like i just love mixed race babies are they beautiful they're beautiful they are by god <laughs> And, oh, yeah. and I'd be, uh, you know, this is an audio experience, right? So I'd be like very horrified and wide. I like, oh my God. And Ronan would be like, don't take any of that personally. You know, he says that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. If someone's Italian, he probably says that. But you would have. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Heritage. I, I won't take that personally to my proud person. He just says that to everyone, the mailman. To fucking Colin for <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. Well that was a great unexpected start. Yeah. So, um, in Ireland. Yeah. My mom's really been through it. My mom's um, I mean, honestly, when I like left fire dancing for the stability of stand-up, they were like so relieved. They were like, Okay, at least that means Really? Yeah, that's kind of a great way to do it. Start below yeah. stand up. <laughs> you know, for <laughs> when they're actually that happy for you. Whole... Oh, at least you're settling down and taking <laughs> yes. your life seriously. You're not playing. You hear about all these fucking every brown comic on stage is literally right. like I left, uh, you know, pre med, right? And, yes. uh, yeah, doctors and scientists. Yes, you know. And I'm like, hmm. You're on a unicycle, hmm. breathing fire. <laughs> I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna I go from it. underneath and up, climb my way up and out. <laughs> so by the time I say comedy, they're like, at least you can say the word career. With that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, there's no, there's no like interning, fire breathing. Or, like I mean, I do definitely know some of those guys that are doing like the pyrotechnics at like sure. the Olympics. I'm like, oh, it's fucking Donal. Look at him go. Right. Well, then once you would get into comedy, you realize, oh, it's it's all fucking fire breathing. It's all juggling and shit. It's like we're all it's, we're all idiots up here. Just and for, and I, it is a. Uh, what a what a world stand up. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. 
whenever I meet these little boys that are like, I've been doing it since I was 19. My mommy used to drop me off at open mic. I'm like, oh, what's that like? Having like no fear of being raped ever. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, now- I mean, yeah, I totally think about that. Totally. Uh, I, I'm a feminist. And- <laughs> That's a good album name. I'm, I totally no, think about that. No fear of being raped. <laughs> no. Or, or um, a pretty aggressive unicorn. I don't know why that came up, but I was like, oh, that does. That is my spirit. Yeah. For sure. I'm An like, aggressive unicorn. This shit is magic. Okay. Do you get it or yeah. not? Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> That's kind of what I've, my whole psychedelic side has very much been like that, where I'm like, what do you mean? Bad trip. What do you mean? Like, Either you're into watching yourself turn into sand and like die and be reborn <laughs> or you're not. So that's very like, what? why are you perpetuating a duality of good and bad, bro? <laughs> CJ, I know well, you know what's up. Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm, it. I'm, I'm part of this journey right now. Well, you Father seem to agree with everything. I mean, that seems to be your attitude towards everything. I mean, you're like that uh, with drinking. You're like that with performing. Like you seem to embrace just everything. Oh, my God. When I thought that I was banned from the Laugh Factory to connect it to that mm-hmm. question that was mm-hmm. presented before, and Uzzer Usman um, was like, it was like months after the I'm gonna do I'm doing banning in air quotes because yeah. um, he was like there with Curtis, and then he's calling me and he's like pranking me. He's like, uh, okay, so I talked to Curtis and. He says that you're kind of lucky that they didn't call the cops actually that night. <laughs> and I just go, damn, well, I guess that's it then. No more lightness. Yep, <laughs> like, that's go, it for me. Go get the fire I'm, breathing tools back out. Get the kerosene. I guess I'm going I'm to go get my kerosene swaps. and lamp oil. <laughs> fucking so what happened at Laugh Factory where you, had, you got shot, quote unquote, banned? Because there's no way. You know well, how hard it is to get banned, especially from the Chicago Laugh Factory. What a goddamn drinking hole that is great. Yeah. I love it there. <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah, God. if you're like falling off the stage, that's fine. But if you're like sure. pouring yourself water... Or That's if you're an I'm audience, doing. or if you're an audience member, you could do whatever. You can throw a fucking goddamn Mazlov cocktail at the, <laughs> yeah. at the stage and do whatever the hell you want. So they're not kicking anyone out. So what happened? You poured the security, water. The security guard that they have right now is ticklish. I found that out. I was like, I just found out the security guard is ticklish. None of us are safe. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> and Joe was bartending. He goes, you better not fucking say that on stage. That is not funny. You created it. This audience is insane. I'm like, oh, my God. Our security is fake. Our security is fake. But when I said that to Uzzer about the, okay, well, I guess that's it then. He's like, no, I'm, we're kidding. You're fine. You're coming back next week. You have to do the NBC thing. It was all a big misunderstanding. And I think uh, Brian Morton had already been like relocated uh, by then because he was already in cancellation mode because of the dick speaks being sent by servers. You know. Standard managing a comedy club, and then you can only send so many dick pics before you over fulfill your quota, and then they have to relocate you to a different comedy club. But during Mm. his time there, um, I actually got like a very serious Facebook Messenger message from him that was like, Hey, Saul, it's Brian, and I'm so sorry to have to inform you, but it has been brought to my attention that you were stealing from the club last night. And I was like, oh my God, you know, like I would never compromise my place of work. I wrote this very (laughs) elegant 
very elegant. I had my people compose a very elegantly yes. team, elegant response to the team. I'm like, oh God, help, kill me. <laughs> uh, get this get this response of I would never compromise my place of work and please, whatever I did, I'm sure that um, we can have, and I would never do that. And he's like, there is video footage mm. of you. This motherfucker, this tiny dick motherfucker <laughs> wants to come at me with his like, oh, I have video footage. There's multiple accounts. So now I'm being gaslit into believing like, was I like blacked out? So wasted. So now I'm creating this narrative of, oh, I must have been blacked out because I don't remember stealing anything. That sounds insane. I'm going to have to check with Janice Rodriguez, who was with me. That's my witness. Yeah. I'm now messaging Janice and she's like, no, at no point you were with me the whole time I was paying for your fucking drinks. I don't even think you were that fucked up. And I'm like, okay, well, apparently I was blacked out because now I can't even go to the laugh factory anymore. And uh, I wrote, I must have been blacked out. And now Brian writes, well, that sounds like you've got to get some help. Oh boy. This Whoa. is all over Facebook Messenger. And you're you know, looking around your apartment like, to see if you have any stolen items in there. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. I, I, there is a full what size Rodney Dangerfield doll there in the corner. <laughs> I think I they, they like some of that. Could be that. Could, I believe that Could be that Laurel and Hardy uh painting I have. I believe there. that a false Not accusation, again. a false actually actually act uh, a false accusation of alcoholism <laughs> in Chicago okay. should be criminal. You know, like like he should face charges for that in Chicago. Mm. Call one of your Flannery cop friends. Yeah, <laughs> that is definitely a drinking <laughs> crime for sure. <laughs> Such a dick. So now here I am like, oh, my God, I'm wow. I'm an adult blacking out. That's irresponsible. You know, or like, wow, maybe I'm a real Chicago comic. Maybe I'm a real Midwesterner. I don't yeah, know, it sounds just then, like an initiation. I think this whole thing sounds like a, a, a prank almost kind of thing. Like, like, welcome. Welcome. Now that that's how you get passed at the Laugh Factory in Chicago. You get called out that, for a black. You get accused like, of right. a false <laughs> Yeah. Congratulations. That's how she passed. handles this. <laughs> right. All right. And I told her that she has to refrain from yeah. coming. She's taken it. She took the bait. All right. All right. We'll be, Let's give we'll her a couple be, months. We'll be sending out your avails. Let's torture her for a couple of months. And then we'll have other call and do this prank about how we should have called the cops. She'll have another panic attack like three months later. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> then, oh, man. And then I oh, you're back, back. And then I was back. And I was like, oh, because of, because, I don't know if you guys know about well, one of the elements of brown privilege, but sometimes I'm at a Dunkin' Donuts. And guess what? I get free donuts. Suck it. Wow, that's, I never thought about that. Donut is a good privilege. That's why they, is well, that what I, I suggested a donut tour in that story? The yeah. white uh, Midwesterner? Like, oh, you would love the donut tour. That's, that's Danny Callis. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, he does tour. amazing food that's tours great. Of, of Chicago. I, I love your line. It. Can we go well, on I, the donut tour together? Oh, that, that does would be sound a incredible. Great epilogue. That would be a great episode, too. Yes, that's I loved your line on. in the story about brown privilege with your fake ID. And we, and we want to like in Ooh, this wow, episode talk, talk about, about fake IDs a, a little bit. But let's talk about that a little bit. Where did you what was the fake ID name again? And where did you get it? Was it like my an older cousin or sibling? ID, my first fake ID was, um, yes, Shipra Ralpati, who was like so fucking hot. And we were so scary. Mm. And she was so pretty. And she was like seven years older than me. So wait. Yeah, well, was that the first fake ID? No, the first fake ID was Pyle Gupta that said that I was like 28 when I was like 16. <laughs> and well, I'm you're, like, you're depending oh on the racism God. of bouncers. We can't. Yeah, right. Like, a, 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 I'm the depending bouncer on... at McDonald's is not going to be able to evaluate a 16-year-old to like a 74-year-old Indian American. And I'm also with 
Sean Shaggy, who is like the gay, super wealthy Persian kid from Hinsdale Central High School, who was like going back and forth between what's that private school? Something with an F out in the suburbs, some private school where he was like fucking the football team and the cheerleaders. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, he's That's so awesome. cool. And his parents cl- were like classic Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> His dad's That's like Persian from Iran, like banished from Iran. Right. So he's like, you Indians so lazy. You didn't even have to like escape a revolution. No, and I'm like, yeah, my dad's such a dork. He just came over. Master. So you just take their ID. Basically, it would be like handed down, I imagine, like through generation. And then, then bouncers. Look yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. There was one ID that my mom found. Like, why is Shipra's ID like in your wallet? I'm like, it fell in your wallet. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> mom. I'm a klepto. I forgot to bring that up. It's better than your wallet. <laughs> For safekeeping. I was going to return to her. <laughs> she goes. Cool, I'm gonna see Asha and D Shipra's mom like two days, so I'll give it back to her. And I'm like, no, good, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Oh, that's gone forever. <laughs> that's amazing. What would bouncers do when they look at that? They say the name. They was like, try when they try to pronounce the name like Sean, so just go go right ahead. Never yeah. once was I yeah. even like never. It was just like great, good for you. That's perfect. <laughs> that is. You good. look twenty, yeah, <laughs> and then I'd be like, adults are so dumb. <laughs> that's hilarious for whatever age uh, group you're not a part of you just have such a disdain for right but that's what you you were able to probably get into bars as easily underage as you are once you turn 21 right like you were probably one of those people that it almost didn't make a difference for right oh yeah yeah yeah. i was definitely one of those people that was like why don't you have a fake id you are inconveniencing (laughs) and then you'd have those friends are like because it's illegal like it's i think it's like a felony i'm like oh my god get this fucking virgin out of my face (laughs) such a bitch i really calmed down now i'm much nicer we could tell you definitely you definitely chilled as you like as you like to say out there Well, so oh, yeah. tell our listeners um, how they can follow uh, more of you online, please. Uh, you can find me at sonialmedia.com. <laughs> it's Sonal, like Donald. Like Donald the whiskey. <laughs> I got yeah. Sonal the juggler. Sonalmedia.com. <laughs> On all social medias. Yes. Nice. Oh, God. <laughs> You're right. You did it. You <laughs> I'm talking to Sean, not you. I, he, he, was, he was still a nervous ref from pronouncing it. <laughs> oh, this is. Uh, I'm a big fan of of this. All of this. I'm really excited for our upcoming donut tour next time you're in town. CBA. Fantastic. We're looking for that on the Patreon. Absolutely. And I would love if Danny Callis leading us on a, on a donut tour is <laughs> is the content that people are asking for. <laughs> I've gotten really bougie about my donuts, so yes. shout out Danny Callis. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks for joining us. That's going to do it for it. We'll be right back in the Blackout Diaries. And we're back in the Blackout Diaries. Sean Bear Flannery with CJ Sullivan. We're talking fake IDs. That was Sonia, fan favorite Sonia, who just left us. Uh, fan favorite Sonia. How- a lot of surprises and a lot of energy with her. Uh, oh, my God. Finding out she lived in Ireland as a juggler. Well, unbelievable. I mean, when else does that happen? That, like, within... The first 15 seconds of talking to somebody, right. they've like everything you wanted to talk about is out the yeah. window because you've just heard something 10 times more amazing. She tried to just sneak that in there, too. Like, what? Whoa, back that up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I liked how uh, it was. Re- I did like that concept of using her brown privilege for fake IDs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like she never had an issue, which is different than me and my buddies, where it's like every Irish jackass in Cleveland trying to mm-hmm. do the same thing. And we would get caught all the time with fake IDs. Yeah. we. Uh, I'm trying to think like it's a failed ID, literally a trial and error. You know, like it's kind of like. <laughs> It's like NASA. Like when she was trying to get the first rockets off the ground. It's got to happen. The first date are going to fail. That's just the way it is, no matter what. (laughs) But it doesn't mean you quit trying. (laughs) We had, uh, my one buddy had this fake ID and uh he he was a pretty big dude. He's like six Mm -hmm. foot five. He's probably like 220. He was a swimmer. But his fake ID was a, a buddy of his that he knew that they caddied together who looked kind of like him, yep. enough that it could work at a dive bar. But this was the problem. His his buddy, the caddy, was a high school football <laughs> legend, like just known throughout five counties. Right, like, had right. a full ride to Ohio State, you know, like just like like the kind of people yeah. that in Ohio talked too. about in Ohio where, the, you know, where football in, is king in Ohio in Ohio <laughs> right. yeah in, 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 in Ohio place of, of all places you know so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we we're going one time and we'd use it all the time and uh we're waiting to get into a bar and the bouncer's like uh you're Pete <laughs> he's like yep yep tragic like, okay. injury name. sorry sorry <laughs> yeah cuz i uh I blocked for you, junior year, and you ain't Pete. And he goes, he goes, which is an amazing response. He goes, well, I know every one of my offensive linemen, and you're a total stranger to me, friend. Program. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right. So he doubles down that he's Pete, and this guy's a liar, and we're all like, oh, boy. Like, there's no way this doesn't Right, end. right. What? Like, there's no uh-huh. way this ends the way he thinks it's going to end. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, if you, I tell you what was going to happen. I'm going to keep this ID, and you're going to walk away, and the police aren't going to get called. And he's like, uh, then double down further. He goes, I'd love for you to call the police. <laughs> call the cops. As a matter of fact, I'll call the cops. I love that. When you, whenever you start getting doubly aggressive with that, that's a, that's usually a guilty person. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. No, right. Nobody, right. Innocent Why would people don't want the cops called. <laughs> it's always a bluff. I had a New York guy. One of the trial and error ones we we paid for in college. Um, it was like it was like it was like, it was like this kid like kid had like a, you know a good printer basically. It was like these New York IDs, but the colors would leak. Like, like it would, right. it would, the colors would run when it would run basically. You okay. know, and that, that that's what. And uh, I think it was at the Jersey Shore. It was, there was just one summer at the Jersey Shore and about. And it, those bouncers like were notoriously for prick uh, pricks at the. I think the Princeton. They used to call it the police station as a as a. Thing and like we we're like and I think that was like last call too. Like we we talked our way to get all right, fine. Then we finally like he's like fine, we'll let you in. Like badgering him to let us in for one drink, and then we all pulled out these IDs and they were literally just yeah. the, 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 the dye was like coming down and like staining our shirts. Yeah, exactly. And like it looks sopping wet yeah. or something like that. And he's like, like a paper dumb you left guys? out in the you rain. Know, we'll call the you are saying that's not real. That's not real. You know, and we did all. You call the cops and he's just like. It's like, you're going you're to stain your jeans, let alone fuck it. Well, that's what... <laughs> one of the great dynamics about a fake ID interaction with the bouncer is this is so important to you, and it's the first time you've ever gone through with it, right. and you're the seventh <laughs> yeah, kid he's dealt sad. with that night. 
<laughs> so anything you say, right. this is your coming of age work, story. You you're know? going through like this is a, a monumental life moment. <laughs> <laughs> and for him, you're just right. another asshole customer. Had, um, you know. Uh, speaking of which, I was speaking of the New Jersey show. New Jersey IDs were kind of easy. You, they were the, the, the IDs were okay, easy kind of to replicate. We wouldn't do that though. But they were easy. They were easier to fake as like it was someone else's identity. You know, like if you if like that thing. If you if you found gotcha. someone's uh, you know someone that looked like you, all you had to do is borrow the birth certificate. You know, go in there, whatever, or something like that. You know, transfer over. But they wouldn't let mm-hmm. you. Uh, one loophole was they wouldn't let you get another license, but. We figured out you could get a boating license, like a, kind of like a trucker's license, but it's not even a trucker motorcycle, but it's to operate a boat. <laughs> That's a big it boating does. state. It I mean, does. it's got a lot um, of coastline, so much of you need a lot a license of rivers. For, so, yeah. but but for that to be your sole form of ID, yeah. <laughs> right, as a young seventeen-year-old, seventeen-year-old with a boater's license, but the boater's license, license looked like the driver's license. There was nothing other different. Unless you looked for it in the bottom, and once they and one the, that's what that was the key to it. You oh, know? okay. It's like obviously right. you're not gonna go yeah. with a boater's license, but it looks yeah, sure. exactly like the driver's license because they wouldn't change anything, but it would say boat on the bottom. Yeah. So if the, I, the bouncer did know, and they would look for it. Then you're in trouble. Then you had to answer boating questions and like nautical fucking trivia. <laughs> yeah. You, you own a boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure do. Just uh, I just <laughs> fourteen footer little guy, you know. I leave in Stone Harbor <laughs> for bass uh, <laughs> for off seasons. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, I'm way to winterizer. You know, gonna hold out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, that was most trouble. Oh man, well you know, uh, CJ, but that, that does show initiative yeah. still that you guys had because. Um, Kids today have it a little bit easier. What they're doing, we were talking about this, they're they're leveraging our global economy. This is a article from USA Today, and it says fake IDs are a bigger issue than underage drinking. And what happens is Chinese vendors have these websites where you can basically right. order a fake ID, and it looks, it has all the holograms, it has the full mm-hmm. print. You tell it what state you want, and it's an identical um, ID and the only way you could detect it as a fake is if you put it in like a license reader and scan that's connected it and all to that, the state right. database and so like you couldn't tell, yeah, and scan it and all that. <laughs> but one of the issues that's happening is people are sometimes using their real identity <laughs> to populate it because they're like, well, why? Why would yeah, I bother? Right, of course, to that's one last thing identity. that can trip you up with, you know. Mm-hmm. One last thing, mm-hmm. yeah. It doesn't matter right. how blackout <laughs> drunk I yeah. get, I always know my name, right? You know, I might. Uh, and then the Chinese vendors are, of course, of course. Uh, using course. that name to steal your real identity. <laughs> Teenagers giving her real information. I mean, it's it's amazing how, yeah, like how impressionableness, how how willing kids are nowadays just to give up their information and give up the people because yeah. they they think nothing of because they share everything. You know, they think that they don't they can't possibly see yeah. a sinister outcome towards. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so the world economy is being hedged, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, this, these are interesting because it's, it's how official they look. And you can go to some of these websites online. They're, they, they have hilarious names. Like the biggest IDChief.com. one is com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have like their own Twitter uh, accounts, like their own TikToks. That's funny. Like, so these like are Chinese companies trying to sound like, like, have, Ameri- like for college kids, like the American, like <laughs> ID good, <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> 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 Dot net. 
ID God God is one. Um, Yeah. These are all absolutely hilarious. And um, yeah, they're just, they're not secure. Apparently, they're also, the other reason why the U.S. government is really um, against them is (laughs) the other. I mean, kids, that's just kids being a little mischievous. That's part of life, you know. But I I guess a a bigger issue is people that have had their license taken away due to habitual drunk driving. Oh, I see. Just to flash something, yeah. To get get one that looks, yeah, just to flash something. Yeah, that that's makes sense. I actually found a, a uh, an adult, speaking of adult fake IDs, <laughs> just cleaning up here recently, I found my first, when I first moved to LA, uh, my medical marijuana license, which you don't need anymore because it's all legal. But before, you'd, okay. you would just go to uh, yeah. you know, a fake doctor, which is on every corner here. It really ran, ran that business out when we got legal. Mm-hmm. And you would get, um, you know, the... That was fascinating. The first time I ever visited California, that was fascinating yeah. to me, where you'd be on Venice Beach and somebody would be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go see my doctor. And it'd, it'd be like a one, uh, like, a, uh, right. like an apartment above a Dude, rug this, place. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you see? Like, it, it, like oh, yeah, yeah. you, you just got to see was amazing. This was a, a, something, um, you know, a clothes they, hanger rack with an iPad on the top like the, as the head and a coat, like a doctor's coat hanging over on a coat rack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he oh, was in was San Diego or something. Uh, oh, yeah. This was yeah. before like COVID, right? Or something. So they were doing virtual. So right. they were just you, warehousing you this all out. Yeah, that's hilarious. You. Like, your, your knees must hurt. Look at yeah. you. You know, there's something like before you even said anything. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's what they said. They would lead you down, almost like a lawyer, like like. Yeah. And then and you were scared, right? And it that's why you terrified. shot the gun. Right? Right? You were fearing you for your life, but right? Anyway, but yeah, so I, I saw, so I found this ID, and it's hilarious, and it's just like one of those fake IDs we used to make. There's a, a general print shop, like a Commodore computer of a Golden Gate Bridge behind me. You know, this is just general California, and then like a leaf on it, like says the doctor's like like who was that? like a four. <laughs> Right, There's probably an eagle <laughs> exactly. in the just, state seal. It seems like yeah, like a five dollars store of can of uh, California tourism stuff, it was just for a thirty eight year old man fake ID. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I I do think that is going to be one of our um, like uh, old people. Yeah, we had to walk two miles to school uphill both ways. One of our yeah, like, be innovative sort of. War yeah. tales is going to be. We had to make our fake. Create them. We had to absolutely. Make them with our own ingenuity. Because I had, like I said, the New York ones are printed out, but yeah. the, first, the you know, the best way to job get it done yourself is kind of a situation. Uh, we had a guy. We so had a guy. Was like out of state. Remember one year in, in high school it was, and uh, we made West Virginia ID. Someone had the West Virginia ID. <laughs> uh, that was that was like a simple one. And what we did was kind of a genius. Not kind of a genius. You know. There, there would, real right. quickly, there would always be some state that like was too <laughs> impoverished to upgrade exactly. to holograms exactly. or something like that when we were growing by. up. And they'd be like, "Listen, right. Ohio, yeah, that's a no go." Okay, you know they're too sophisticated. Right. Indiana exactly. is where you want to go, boys. Right. So, no ra- so surrounded by us, we had New Jersey, like, Pennsylvania, New York, Maryland. They're all no goes. But if we kept on going, we found we found a weak we found yeah. a weak sister in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we're all, all West Virginia residents banging around this greater Philadelphia area, you know, in high school. <laughs> we got uh, all right. 
All Absolutely. seven of us Pat, from West Pat Virginia. Hogan, uh, had came back came up with a stencil. So we basically used poster board, those general large poster boards. Created a license with markers, yeah. you know, and uh, rulers, you know, the stencils, st- not with markers, with stickers, mm-hmm. you know. So we created a light. We created a poster board license. Drew, the, we had the West Virginia. We had an artist, you know, much like yourself, who drew this West Virginia state, and it just had one. Um, yeah. Logo. So we had a, a huge sticker of a logo. That was the key part of getting that Pat Hogan found. It was stick that would stick on half of it. Then we'd hold the poster board up. We cut out. We cut it out like a license. This is one of these giant poster boards that you do school projects on. And it would head be in front of you. Out, with we your cut head a space out, out like of the poster boards that you do, like you know, class president stuff. You yeah. see, like whatever. And so we're holding. See, you're holding. Yeah. You're holding up the licenses, <laughs> and we take a. We basically took a Polaroid of it. Cut it, la- laminated it. Yeah, no, because yeah, you, you wouldn't have dared take it. Anyway. This all to had to happen in house. Right? So, yeah, this was all like a fucking yeah. like a meth lab. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. This was all in our kid yeah. friend's bedroom. Yeah, you know, we're going in there. People are like, parents were coming up, checking in on us. We're, mm-hmm. we're trying to hide. They know, you know, what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they know seven <laughs> boys in high right. school. Are in an eight by eight room, and you hear cursing some occasionally, sweating, you know, because you're fucking. We're not, we're not the best. Yeah, we're not the best at arts and crafts, obviously. Lights, and you know. (laughs) But we finally got it done, and um, we we realized we made one mistake, and it was too too late to go. We the line the line or something um, where the name goes was one like uh, above where it should have been, so it couldn't fit like as many letters as you wanted. You know, so it was a tight it was a tight space, so it had to be like okay. you know, fifteen letters or less. So you had mm-hmm. to you had to have you had to have tight names. Like right? short, so whatever short names. we didn't use our face names, but we I think mine was <laughs> That'd be a great right. yeah, yep. Charles Riley. It was all like first Don. and last. It was all like Charles I was Charles Riley, my buddy was Anthony Sachi. Yeah. Like just like tight little like like nice 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 to meet you names. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you said, so we wanted to uh um you know, you have to uh, keep information so like, well, if you have your guy grilled. Because that was another big thing with uh, fake IDs. Like, bouncer's going to grill you. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. Oh, that every we were always told mm-hmm. that they're gonna they're gonna quiz you on your right. birthday. They're gonna quiz you on your home address. So all of our addresses were uh, from uh, a certain different kind of scene from the movie Die Hard. So I was, uh, <laughs> I think I was seventy eight John McClane <laughs> Drive. One guy was from the Nokatami Towers. You know, we we're all just like different things of Die Hard of all of our information. Yeah, exactly. Hans Gruber like Lane, Argyle, Argyle Development, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so it kind of worked out but through the night like we said it was all night just trial and error different versions of it we uh, we were getting delirious almost with all the uh, bad ones and my one buddy Anthony did, did sure. one funny one where he was so you hold up you hold up the license you hold up the com- uh, board below and you can see your like I showed you the one with mine with we can see my hands coming from below. He, he had one where he's actually reaching through yeah, the yeah. license so if you look at the license <laughs> a human arm is coming through it and holding it up forward, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that "No Fear" uh, logo. The guy like flexing his arm, you know, but he's holding it. He's coming out yeah, at you. Yeah. And then we 
we were so like, ah, it's fine. Let's laminate it. And he used it. He went to the University of Maryland, I think, which is a pretty good drinking drinking school. And like bouncers down there at college bars, they said they would laugh so hard. And they're like, okay, get get to the back. Come back with something else. We'll let you in. And they would just call other bouncers. You got to see this. You got to see this. And finally, eventually, it got up on a wall somewhere. It was one of the best ideas I've ever seen. <coughs> Eventually, our West Virginia's got caught oh, when, we, when I went to do in Pittsburgh. West Virginia is obviously right next to Pittsburgh, out there. And then there was a West Virginia bouncer who finally put an end to those uh, miseries. He would give us to grill. What's what's the number one fast sure. food place in West Virginia? That- I don't. Know. Roy Rogers. It's a Hardee's. Nope. <laughs> in like one of those fucking things. If you're in West Virginia, you would Yeah, you would have known Hardee's that. Hardee's gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, that's it. Like. Uh, that's like uh, it reminds me of a story where like I think that's one of your biggest exposures when you're in a big group and it just yeah. statistically doesn't make any sense that you're all hanging out. Clear. But like we went one of the uh, efforts we did is we heard there was a fake ID store in mm-hmm. this like dilapidated well, it was, like, flea market in malls. Cleveland uh, and we went there. Yeah, well, it was like like one of those malls that like was oh, okay. huge in the right, 1930s right. or something like that, and is now just in a state yep. of abandonment. And it was all weird stores. And anyhow, so we go into like there's like seven yeah. t-shirt stores. It doesn't make any sense. Um, we go into each one, and uh, we're like, oh, yeah, we want to get fake IDs. They're like, no, nope, can't make fake ID. And then like the last guy we find, we're like, we want to get fake IDs. He's like, I can't make fake IDs. So like, we turn to leave. And I don't know if he just said that, like, to see if it was a sting or something. He goes, whoa, 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 what I can make are, I, I think he memories. called State <laughs> memories. Whoa, whoa, kids, kids, don't be so. Yeah, where he said. <laughs> He's like quitting now. Hold on. <laughs> but it, it was sort of like what you had. Have where you heard of a, have you heard of a Wyoming experience? Cutouts of different <laughs> states. Yeah, and it was Wyoming. So we were like. like was you, it Wyoming? So I just gave you, like, that. this giant, uh, like, binder. No, no. So we, it, well, that's where we get to. He gives us this oh, giant okay. binder of the different states, and we're like, okay. Right. He's like, I can't do Ohio. Fair I can't do. I won't do Ohio. Yeah, and uh, you don't want to. We're in Ohio, kids. and um, yeah, and um, he said that would be me. <laughs> so the rest is up, buddy, up and up. But I can't give you this experience, <laughs> right? That's a, that's funny. Yeah. So. Uh, and it did on the back in very small print. It said something like, "This is for yeah, recreational right. tourism" or something like that. Like in yeah. the back of it, it admitted it was a fake ID. Anyhow, um, we're we're going through them. We're like, okay, well, we'll do. Uh, he'll do Michigan. He'll do um, Indiana. So we wanted to be from like neighboring mm-hmm. states, but we didn't want a pattern, right. which is what I was thinking would be like the best way. But the guy, the guy goes, "Can I interest you <laughs> I in Wyoming?" I was just Wyoming? guessing Wyoming. He goes, "You see." <laughs> He goes, Wyoming is the last state in the union to not have holograms on their license. So I can, Mm -hmm. he goes, my memory, he kept calling it a memory. My memory from Wyoming would be indistinguishable from an actual license. And my Mm -hmm. friends are all like, yes, yes, let's do that. We'll never get caught. I'm like, we, it's the least populated state (laughs) in the union. And Mm -hmm. we're going to say all seven of Mm -hmm. us are like from Wyoming. And they're like, yep. (laughs) We were arrested the first time we tried to do something. Uh, I love the the memory. So so it's a laminated card that was a memory, kind of like a, a souvenir, you will, if states that he he would make. I understand. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wyoming Wyoming has like eight thousand yeah. people total. I think like in the, in the entire state. <laughs> yeah. 
Whenever you see one of those reports yeah. on why they need to get rid of the Senate, like they always <laughs> right. bring up Wyoming versus California, and they're they're like something like like California, mm-hmm. the ratio of citizens to senators is right. something like three it's million to one, and then I in like through... Wyoming, it's yeah, Wyoming's like. Like ten people to one driving senator through there is fun because like, like you you know it's right next to Colorado and you see like Colorado's got all the beautiful mountains you know and Wyoming's just got like they're like okay you Wyoming you get the rest yeah. and then you go to Wyoming it's literally like a sign like Bob's house to the left fourteen miles <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah it's, it would say like that his ranch Bob's or whatever house. you know it would say like people's names and then like they're they're like yeah no one's ever told no one's ever told them of like what year it is out there because they're like yeah we've had one we've only had two convicted murders I think like since 1981 like there's been more murders here but we've only there's only been con- actual court convictions you know <laughs> right exactly the judge wasn't judge. Town that day so we took care of it ourselves <laughs> speaking of comical ones I I I was just reminded today it's actually uh, my buddy from my buddy uh, Anthony who put his arm through the West Virginia one our other friend had a random one it had all his, his name or not think it was his name but it was a, it was an id of a 92 year old man of a first fake id in the picture yeah who's we're using, using in high school and he was a big guy like you said he's a big he played basketball but the, but the picture was of a 92 year old man he looked like he was going to die, like oh he was like he was damn near death so that, that and it was literally we would That's have a hilarious. gag fake ids how did he come into a 92 Yeah, I think he might have just found just it, but then he would the use it. And, it would, and it would, you know, you go to certain liquor stores where the guys yeah. would laugh enough, like, okay, you know, like, I love the effort. <laughs> yeah. My, my buddy had a story where um, he would always get yeah. us beer from this liquor store that just didn't care. And the first time he went there, it, and it was one of those in Ohio, they have drive. I think mm-hmm. New Jersey has drive through liquor stores, too. Um, but you drive right. your car into, like, the garage, and they come out to you. And they're like, what do you want? And uh, anyways, he's like, uh, all right, I need to see your ID. And he, he tries to go through the rigmarole. He's like, oh, wouldn't you know what? <laughs> yeah, I think right. I left it at the office. Yeah. And, and the guy the guy points up at the camera. He goes, I want you to look up there. Up there. Okay, you see that camera? That camera needs to see me. Right receive something from you i don't care if it's a library card i don't care what it is but that camera needs to see something <laughs> he just like got right. him, he gets him a receipt or something like that he goes okay you know and then he, he like after he after that guy did that for that interaction that's <laughs> of like, course he was there daily <laughs> just to buy liquor his whole stack yeah. of monopoly cards <laughs> he just used the library Keep card. It. i got to put ton, tons at home <laughs> <laughs> like not, not even ask for it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do for today's blackout diary, Sean. I think oh, we're at over we'll an hour now, I believe. Unless you wanted to get into something, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it yeah, for yeah. today. No, that'll do it for today. Well, we've got some more fake ID stuff that we'll hold on to. We, yeah, we will absolutely. revisit this topic um, again. We'll, but we have one more story to wrap us up as we go by, but we'll, 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 we'll do an outro with that. But real quick, just want to remind everyone to go to the live Blackout Diary show in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge every Friday night at 10 o'clock. And, and make sure to buy your tickets in advance. Uh, the last amazing. few weeks we have been packed. And it looks like sales are... Sales and it sounds like a hot crowd if that Sonal story is uh, anything to go through right on about. Hot crowd. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun there lately. Um, got a fresh supply of Malort products to give away uh, mm. for all you people that want to come to the live show. Um, met with how the Malort that, rep how that, yesterday. How that so, uh, <laughs> I can't oh, imagine that would be too stuffy. It was great. Of it. Yeah. 
have power lunch. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. Um, so yeah, come to the live show, 10 p.m. every Friday. Um, yep. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, check out my book. Places I got going on. Um, I got shows. CJ, I'll be in Philadelphia, I think, when the show's coming out, Super Bowl weekend. At punchlines and uh, oh, nice! I know we'll find oh, shit, out. Philly's in the Super Bowl. I mean, you might be picking up some stories. Win- we, we might have to have you go live. Winner, you know, I might. Yeah, this. no, it's, uh, we're we're recording this right before the FC Championship game, and uh, I'm already talking to those guys back there. It's just like you, you, I, you always had a kinship for the Philly fans. The animals here, the rats that just show up inside the stadium Love somehow. It's, it's like. <laughs> They're my spirit animal, Philadelphia Eagles fan. Right, I love them. So I should be doing that. And my other podcast is the uh, Bottom Line Bobs on the Sports Game Podcast Network. Um, other than that, that's about it. Um, that should do it. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, like and subscribe oh, yeah. again. And what we're going to send you out on here is my buddy Phil Davidson has, uh, who has performed at the Blackout Diaries before has one of the funniest fake ID stories I've heard, where it's the opposite of Sonia's uh, black privilege. But he he used a fake ID okay. that had a name similar to hers, but he is about <laughs> as white and lawyerly as they look. <laughs> and what we're going to hear here is the cop's reaction when he I tried to use that it. fake <laughs> ID. <laughs> so let's hear from Phil Davidson on the Blackout Diaries. Oh man, there is a novel's worth backstory I can get into with this story, but I know our time is limited, so I'm going to give you the condensed version. Uh, we're going to go back to 2001, Iowa City, Iowa. I was a sophomore at the time. I'm at a bar called The Vine, and I think it was a Wednesday night, and the promo uh, at this bar was Bladder Busters which was 25-cent pitchers for everyone in the bar until the first person broke the seal and went to the bathroom. Uh, you do not want to be that guy at the bar. A lot, of, a lot of beer cups thrown at you if you were the one that took away the 25-cent pitcher deal. But it was pretty awesome to get drunk for a quarter. I mean, yeah, we all got a bladder infection as a result, but couldn't beat the price. So anyways... Uh, I'm sitting at a table with my friends. I'm about, who knows how many, four, five, six pitchers deep. Collectively, there's four of us sitting at a table. Uh, it's about midnight in walks Iowa City, two of Iowa City's finest police officers. Um, so, yeah, I'm 19 at the time. They had this crazy rule where you can go to bars when you were uh, underage. Now, we all had fake IDs, obviously, but they would still let you in. Regardless, um, everyone starts scattering like rats, you know, whenever the cops come in, because pretty much 50% of the bar, if not more, was, yeah, oh, 75% of the bar was underage. And uh, I remember, like, having a picture in front of me, and I kind of just, like, shifted it across the table. And, like, as I did that, this cop locked eyes with me. It was like, what was I doing? It was like, like, oh, no, that's not my beer officer. That's the person sitting next to me who's also underage. I wasn't drinking it, you know, like, what a moron. But anyways, so he locks eyes with me, comes over the table. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, and he says, are you 21? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you have an ID? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I do. And now 
I pulled out a license, and I guess I have to just give myself a pat on the back here. Like, the balls on me of anyone to give a fake ID to a police officer uh, is something I think we can all commend. Um, you know, this, this wasn't given the fake ID to some frat guy bouncer who, you know, I could give him a picture of King Todd and be like, okay, it looks good. You know, like, <laughs> they didn't care. But this was an actual uniformed police officer I gave a fake ID to. I don't know. I was, like I said, had eight pictures. Wasn't exactly thinking clearly. And uh, the cop looks at it. And like I said, my ID got me in the bars no problem in the college town but i ran into a real problem with the cop because the name on my d uh was nishan vardabedian and i know your listeners can't see right now I, uh, I am the definition of plain looking white guy i do not have any resemblance of a nishan vardabedian so the cop's like you're nishan vardabedian huh and i'm like you're looking at him you know He's like, what's your date of birth, Nishan? And you think I would at least put the least bit of effort into this to know what Nishan's actual birth date was. But I had nothing. Uh, I was like, oh, March? He's like, nah, dude. So uh, he's like, you know, you're under arrest for uh, underage drinking. And I'm like, okay. So um, I get up and... I'm about to, you know, turn my back to let him put the cuffs on me. And again, I was about seven, eight pictures deep. I already gave him a fake name, so he doesn't know who I am. I'm like, let's see where this goes if I try to elude him. So I flip the table at the cop and run out of the bar like a bat out of hell. And, uh, yeah, which... Again, when you were drinking that much, not the easiest thing to do. I, I made it about like, I don't know, 250 yards and I just fell flat on my face. And then I had my hands behind my back, just assuming that the cop was right behind me. But somehow he wasn't. And I got away for it for the time being until the next day I found out that my roommates gave me up and uh, there was a warrant out for me. So I was on the lam for like a week in Iowa City. <laughs> Staying at friends' apartments, that was my version of being on the lam, and eventually had to serve a uh, night in jail for it. Uh, and it was a very weird experience having to call the jail and schedule when I would come serve my time for my underage drinking ticket. But uh, that's a short version. Someday you'll hear the full story. Thank you very much. Stop it. Stop it. A, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.